Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. This is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of February 5th, 2023. But first, I want to let you know about a few events that I'm having. On Friday the 10th, I will be speaking for the Friends of Astrology group about the Moon Phase Families. These are these 27-month cycles that I discuss regularly, and this will be a technical talk. So it's $8 for members, $10 for non-members, and you can check it out at the link in my bio. It will be held on Zoom. Also, I am hosting a free astrology workshop to help people understand how to use the software Solar Fire. So it's a tutorial where I'll show you my tips and tricks. That will be on February 12th. It's a Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, it's free, so you can sign up on the events page on my website. Also, I have set up the Pisces New Moon workshop, so you can buy that if you want to come join, where I talk about the astrology of the new moon and setting intentions, as well as do hot takes on participants' charts. So you can buy one for $35 or get a discount if you buy four of the workshops, a deep discount for $98. So you can check all of those out on my events page at astrologybyceleste.com. The theme of this week is bullseye. And there are three big things that I want you to think about. The first is about the murder of Tyree Nichols by five police officers in Memphis, Tennessee. I think this event is part of the United States Pluto return. You can go back to episode 36 for a deeper dive and what it means that we are having our Pluto return, where Pluto, the planet of power, domination, taboo things, and the unspeakable has returned back to where it was when the United States was founded and the last time was in December. And on January 7th of this year, right after the Cancer full moon, when the moon was at 29 degrees of Cancer, that last karmic anoretic degree, he was stopped by police officers who brutally dragged him out of the car and just started beating him. It is unbelievable what happened to him. Mars and Mercury were both retrograde at the time. Mars retrograde was at the top of the chart when this happened. And when when there's something, a planet in the 10th house, it's very public facing and Mars rules conflict. It rules abuse and things like that. Saturn in the sky was square Tyree's natal Pluto at Saturn was at 23 Aquarius, his natal Pluto at 23 Scorpio, right at the IC of the chart when he was being attacked. And Saturn square Pluto, brutality, 
from an authority, the police. I will do a YouTube video about this showing the charts. So you can go look at my YouTube channel because, I mean, it's just unbelievable what happened in this instance. And I really think it's part of our Pluto return. I don't know what happened. I taped this about a week in advance. If you go back and listen to the Seeing the Light of last week's podcast, I think this is part of the story of the United States, potentially Saturn and Pisces and Pluto moving into Aquarius. We'll see what happens. I think probably this weekend there's been massive protests about this injustice. I hope I'm wrong with thinking that this is going to have like a big, long effect on people and their psyches about the domination by the state authorities and people using their power to terrorize a citizen. And this is just the latest in numerous abuses and murders of people, Black men especially, by police officers. And on the day of the killing, there was a yod, which I've talked about. A yod is a finger of God. There's an apex point or planet. And from that apex, there are two on either side, planets or points that are King Kunks, the apex. And so King Kunks says, move us into new situations. At the base, there's two planets that are sextile that can kind of work together. So the day he was killed... The south node in Scorpio was at the apex. And Scorpio is ruled in modern astrology by Pluto and traditional astrology by Mars. Pluto is a higher octave of Mars. And the police officers, at least some of them, were part of a Scorpion unit, which was supposed to be this elite unit of police officers that was formed to help combat crime. And Organized crime is ruled by Scorpio, but they have been, and apparently this is not the first time they've been abusing that power. And this Scorpio unit, South Node in Scorpio, was dissolved as a result of what they've done to Tyree. And at the base of the Yod was Mars in Gemini. You know, you can think about this attack during a Gemini traffic stop. And Chiron in Aries was on the other side, and they just beat him senselessly. Aries rules the head. Chiron's the wounded healer, and when we see Chiron activated, there can be wounding or healing, and in this case, there was definitely wounding. And just running the astrology in my mind with we're coming up as I'm taping this on Sun Square Uranus, it would have already happened by when you hear this and the, you know, Saturn and Pluto shifting and going to the last degrees of the sign, I think there may be, hopefully this instance will be used to make real changes, but I think there may be a lot of upheaval in the United States regarding this. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's just all positive, peaceful protesting and legal action being taken and the Congress finally does something about these cases but there could be a lot of civil unrest with the sun squaring Uranus, which will still be in effect when you're listening to this. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that there is a full moon today at 16 degrees of Leo. 
And it's really interesting, the timing of this full moon. I mean, astrology is all about timing because Leo is a fire sign that really speaks to how we shine our own light, our creative self-expression, and opposite the sun in Aquarius at 16 Aquarius, which is our relationship to the collective. This access is about our self-creation and our self-expression versus the collective. Like, do we shine our light? Do we let fears of being judged hold us back by, you know, by our peer group and things like that hold us back? Or do we shine bright despite it? Also, do we consider others when we're taking action for ourselves? It's really important to consider others because our own actions can have a negative impact on others. I think it was two years ago when we had a a full moon where the sun was in Leo at 29 degrees, the anoretic degree, and the moon was in Aquarius at 29 degrees, where that was there was a lot of tug of war between the collective and the government and between people about COVID vaccines, whether taking it was protecting the group or did people have the right to not take it because, you know, for their own determination and self-expression and things like that. So you can see this axis coming up as, you know, Tyree was murdered by the authorities and how that impacts, you know, people of color across the country where you feel like you can't do anything or go anywhere. And there's always this risk about this police brutality and this full moon will square Uranus. So this is one of the reasons and Uranus is on a highly visible world point at 15 degrees of Taurus. One of the reasons I think there'll be a lot of unrest about this horrific tragedy. Yeah. And also at this full moon, Venus in Pisces is squaring Mars in Gemini. So I think people compassion Venus in Pisces and grief and mourning and, you know, really feeling emotional about what was done to this young man and his family and the community, squaring Mars, taking action, taking to, in Gemini, the streets to, you know, I'm sure there'll be a lot of peaceful protests, but often under the cover of a peaceful protest, they're bad actors who just start just destroying things. So this is another reason I'm concerned I hope everyone stays safe during this time and that we see real change. This full moon is part of a lunar phase family that started at a new moon in Leo at 16 degrees of Leo on August 8th, 2021. So something was seeded back then. The first quarter moon, nine months later, these are lunar gestational cycles. It takes nine months to you know, birth a baby. And often there will be a story that continues and has these pivot points every nine months. And so the sun was in Taurus and the moon was in Leo at the first quarter moon where they were in square, which is a crisis of action. This was May 8th of 2022. And today, February 5th, 2023 is the full moon where all is illuminated, all is revealed, where the sun is in Aquarius, moon and Leo, both at 16 degrees. The last quarter moon will be on November 5th of this year, 
where the sun will be in Scorpio, moon in Leo at 12 degrees of Leo. Yeah, so you can look at your chart and see if there is a story about it for you at this full moon. Hopefully you'll have illumination with the square to Uranus where you can emotionally feel like you're ready to create something or push what you're creating forward with the square to Uranus in Taurus, like ideas, awakenings about the resources you need and the opposition to the sun in Aquarius, like your vision, feeling that internal fire stoked by your vision and and, uh, having the resources and with the Venus square Mars, like the yin and the yang and conflict pushing you to take action. So this is a great full moon to take some time to really sit with yourself and think about how you want to move your vision forward. And the last thing I want to make you aware of is about the fixed star Aldebaran. It's one of the four Royal Persian fixed stars that also includes Regulus at 29 Leo, Fomalhaut at 3 Pisces, it's maybe 4 Pisces, and Antares at 9 Sagittarius. Aldebaran is at approximately 10 degrees of Gemini, and the royal fixed stars, they used to mark the equinoxes, so they were very important. Yeah, and Aldebaran marked the spring equinox. And yeah, it's said to give riches and honors. All of the royal fixed stars have a lot of nice connotations where they can give success, but they each have a nemesis. And for Aldebaran, it's like acting not in a manner that does not have integrity. It's also associated with the bullseye and the eye of the bull. And it's the watcher of the East. So success comes through acting with integrity. When Mars is conjuncted, catastrophes caused by weather are common. And we've had horrific floods in California, as well as in Auckland, New Zealand, and other places since it got close to Aldebaran. Mars stationed at eight degrees of Gemini. And Aldebaran is about 10 degrees of Gemini. So when planet station is a hot degree. So Aldebaran has been activated. And I love Astrology King's website. I've mentioned that before, his write-up on fixed stars. And he quotes Maternus. And he wrote that when aspected by a malefic, and Mars is a malefic, it portends sudden and unexpected involvement in riots and sedition resulting justly in being condemned by the people. So that's another reason I think that there may be, you know, extensive riots resulting from what probably starts as protests around this full moon because Mars has moved to 11 degrees of Gemini. So it's still activating Aldebaran and Tyree Nichols had his south node at 12 degrees of Gemini. So this has really activated his south node, which is a point of drain, a point of loss. So yeah, so just stay safe and hopefully positive change is finally going to come from this senseless, vicious act of barbarism. On Sunday, the word of the day is luminosity. This is the day of the full moon at 
16 Leo at 10.28 a.m. Pacific time. And hopefully something will become illuminated to you with that square to Uranus and the moon will square Uranus on this day. Can you do something really creative about self-expression? Maybe do some writing for yourself. Who knows what could, amazing insights could come through. On Monday, the word of the day is astute. It's a great day to assess situations, especially, you know, at work or it could be at home or anything because Mercury, the planet of communication and mental processes will be sextile Neptune. So you may just get feelings or intuitions about things and listen to your inner voice. And on this day, Venus and Pluto are having a tense semi-square conversation. So watch out for power struggles, especially around with those you love. But this could be a very sexy day. Yeah. The moon enters the sign of Virgo at 1.13 p.m. Pacific time. And a Virgo moon is a great day to take care of your health, get things that are mundane tasks done consider being of service, get practical, and that sort of thing on this day. On Tuesday, the word of the day is impulsive. Jupiter, the planet of abundance, Jupiter just magnifies things, makes everything bigger, is King Kunk's the south node in Scorpio. Jupiter's in Aries, the south node is in Scorpio. Both of these signs are ruled by Mars, and Mars is in Gemini, which is this mutable air sign. So you can make decisions quickly that lead to, you know, things going down the drain. Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and harmony, is sextile Uranus on a world point of 15 degrees of Taurus. So we may see some things in the collective about a woman or a girl with Venus in Pisces. Yeah, but for you, like, really watch out for making impulsive financial decisions that you may come to regret. This is put your credit card away. This is a day where somebody's going to get themselves in a lot of trouble because they buy something they can't afford or that they just shouldn't buy. On Wednesday, the word of the day is flounder. There's not much going on in terms of the aspects but the moon will oppose Neptune. So when this happens, people can be a little confused or feel like they're walking through fog. So don't thrash around wildly. Just focus on the tasks that you have in front of yourself and get them done. And yeah, with there's a lot of mutable energy out there. So yeah, just try to stay focused. On Thursday, the word of the day is justice. The moon enters the air sign of Libra at 12.46 a.m. Libra is ruled by Venus, and Venus is in Pisces right now, where she is exalted. You can listen to last week's episode to learn about exaltation. And so Venus just like has this all-encompassing love feeling with being in the sign of Pisces. So make sure that you treat people fairly and act with balance. And yeah, there may be some legal news about justice things. On this day, we have the disseminating moon at five degrees of Libra at 12.07 p.m. So there may be some announcement of legal news 
that has to do with topics around the nature of of the sign of Libra. And Mercury will be semi-square Uranus. So yeah, this is again a day to watch out for, you know, impulsivity or taking sudden actions. Although you may get like great ideas or be awakened to how to move forward. On Friday, the word of the day is critical. So this could be a stressful day. Mercury, the planet of communication, will conjunct Pluto at 28 Capricorn. Pluto, the planet of primal things, power struggles, domination, all that kind of stuff. It's also healing, healing like really old, deep wounds. So you could have like a really profound conversation on this day, but it also could be like arguments. Mercury can destabilize and criticize things. Power struggles against authorities can be something that comes up. Something that began around around the Mercury retrograde could come to a head on this day when Mercury went retrograded in in December. It was almost to Pluto. It was like three degrees from Pluto and then turned around and, and went backwards, you know, from our perspective on Earth. It doesn't really. But anyway, now something that was delayed could come to completion as well. So there can be positive things. Just watch out for being too critical of others as you discuss any kind of conflicts because it could go really south really quickly with Mercury dancing with Pluto on this day. On Saturday, the word of the day is Hawkeye. Mercury will move into the sign of Aquarius. It likes to be here. Aquarius is an air sign where your thoughts and your communication can be more visionary, where you can take a step back like a hawk and view things from a higher perspective with less emotion is a wonderful thing to do on this day. Now, Mars will be sextile Chiron, which is now exact, and it was part of the base of the yod for when um, Tyree was murdered. So yeah, there can be some things coming up about that topic. I think, you know, it's quite possible people still will be, you know, protesting about this horrific event. Also, you can take action to heal yourself or others or hurt yourself or others. So you know, sextiles, there's opportunities with sextiles. So use it well. The moon enters Scorpio at 1034 a.m. Pacific time. So Scorpio is an intense water sign. People can really be holding on to deep emotions. You can use this to be really strategic and focus on your bullseye. Use a Hawkeye view to focus on your bullseye, the target that you are going to and trying to achieve and, you know, take actions and think about the future. So I would recommend you use it that way rather than power struggles and, you know, saying things that are not considering other people's feelings. So think about that. This could be a very sexy day. Yes, it could. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories. Or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com 
where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 